from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Poor Theo, man. He is hurting. Uh, what, what is wrong with you? My whole body from like toe to the, the tops of my shoulder is sore because I played one-on-one basketball with my friend like five games, <laughs> like two, at least two or three days ago at this oh, point. Oh, man. And my body hasn't recovered. What happened, Ken? I used to play ball. I know. I used to wake up at 8 a.m. and play ball until like one. And how old okay. are you now, Theo? 28. I'm telling you, Stone, what age, do you remember what age I told you when I got washed? And what I think the average age of washed is? I don't remember. 25. Wow, oh, man. 25. So you're past the threshold. Yeah. You're I, washed. I, That's I the explanation. Like, that's incredible to me because I used to hoop so long every single day almost, and now I go hoop for the first time in like six to eight months, Oof. and my body's feeling it, and I'm about to join a league. Yeah, I was going to say, you're joining a league in Lake Worth, right? Yeah, joining uh, a league in Lake Worth. They're going to work you, too. Like, that's not that's not a, that's not a sad sack league. Yeah. In Lake Worth, <laughs> you've got some ballers there, I should have went to like Jupiter Palm Beach Gardens <laughs> or something, man. Like, oh, Theo taking shots at the hoop sack <laughs> in Jupiter and Palm Beach Gardens. Uh, we're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Ken Levick alive. It is Tuesday. Theodore CWPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. He hangs with us on Tuesday. Stone Labanowitz, Friday Night Lights. He hangs with me every day, and I'm the guy, Ken Levicka, who happens to be live every day. Hey, Pat Lawler, Lawler and Associates personal injury attorneys, that's my dude. And his insight, especially this time of year on the NFL draft, is awesome because he is our sports agent insider, our sports law insider. Uh, he is a longtime NFL agent. He knows his stuff. Just so happens, he's versatile, and he's talented, and he knows his stuff when it comes to personal injury as well. He's the head man at Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys, wanttolawyerup.com, wanttolawyerup.com. He has decades of trial experience. The folks that he works with at Lawler & Associates, they have decades of trial experience fighting for you, fighting for the compensation you deserve. We're talking slip and fall. We're talking automobile, motorcycle, boating, any personal injury matter here in South Florida or anywhere, and Pat Lawler, he has your back. He wants to represent you. The consultation is free. He wants to make sure that, hey, I can fight for you, I can win for you. That consultation is free. Wanttolawyerup.com. Wanttolawyerup.com. Some law firms, you got to pay money before you even go see them and see if you want them to represent you. Not Pat. Pat wants to make sure he can win for you that he can properly put a case together for you and make sure that you're coming out on the right end of this in what is, for many, the scariest situation of their lives. A personal injury matter is not fun. It is uncertain. It is cloudy. Pat Lawler is there to try and sort it out for you. Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. Wanttolawyerup.com. Wanttolawyerup.com. That's Lawler & Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. All right. So I need to discuss what in the world took place on South Beach last night. Well, I guess this morning, right, Stone? It happened early this morning. Yeah, it's early a.m. All right. So, uh, Jorge Masvidal, Colby Covington, just were in a UFC pay-per-view main event, what, three weeks ago? Yeah, at not this even. Point? And Covington, this is a blood feud. Like, former <laughs> friends, when they were with American Top Team, uh, they parted ways. It was not pretty. They legitimately hate one another. This was a grudge match, and Kobe Covington pretty convincingly mm. took down George Mosfidal. 
It wasn't really close. It was never close. He took him to the ground and never let the guy get up. Now, it's not like it was a pummeling. It's not like it was a knockout. But Colby Covington's a much better pure fighter, wrestler than Masvidal is. Mm. Okay? Well, last night, these two hooked up, and it was not sanctioned. It was not in the octagon. In fact, it was outside of a steakhouse on South Beach. Here is from TMZ, and I'm not even joking. This is the place... To go for matters like this. <laughs> yeah. This is the place I trust most They're for reputable. matters like this. Absolutely. In this arena. Uh, Jorge Masvidal yelled at Kobe Covington and needed to be held back by several men following their alleged fight outside of a Miami hotspot on Monday night. New video obtained by TMZ Sports shows. In the clip, you can see as Covington, wearing a tan shirt and gray pants, retreated back into Poppy Steak. Masvidal, wearing a hat and a black T-shirt, screamed at him, don't talk about my kids. Masvidal appeared to be charging at Covington while yelling, though a couple of guys outside of the restaurant prevented him from getting to the UFC star. Masvidal then appeared to say, quote, I got you, B-word, end quote, before he got into an awaiting car. As we previously reported, sources say Masvidal attacked Covington after Kobe had stepped outside of the restaurant following dinner with the internet sensation Nelk Boys. In footage TMZ obtained from the aftermath, Colby can be heard saying, quote, he's over here swinging, trying to come at me, and I ran, end quote. Later in the video, Colby asks social media star Bob Mennery of the Nelk Boys, how would he know that I'm here? The Nelk Boys had posted footage of Covington at Poppy Steak earlier in the night. Surprise, surprise. Mm. Covington has yet to publicly comment on the incident. Masvidal, meanwhile, has posted several videos appearing to poke fun at Covington over it all. He also tweeted Tuesday morning, quote, Good morning to everyone except those who think talking about someone's kids is cool, end quote. So those two got in a dust-up. Now, Masvidal's agent also had a message and tweeted this morning. And uh, let me try and find this because... Is it the tooth part? It is. He makes it it sound like... uh, The the agent is Malki Kawa. That is the name of Jorge Masvidal's agent. Here's his tweet. I'm hearing that someone not from Miami who says he's the king of it, Covington, (laughs) is missing a tooth. Can someone confirm this? I need the video ASAP. Uh. So, just to sum it up into a nice, tight little ball here, Colby Covington, in the lead-up to that pay-per-view, was talking about Masvidal basically being a deadbeat dad. Yeah. And talking about Masvidal's kids and brought Masvidal's ex-wife into it. it, it, It was caught on tape. It was part of their press conference where he brought it up. Yeah, day after day, he never hid from it. He just kept throwing blows at his family. And so... This is like entering Pusha T territory on Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Okay, but if not anything more with a violent tone, so like just he meant it more. So what Masvidal did though is late last night, early this morning, pulled up on him. He saw where Covington was and pulled up on him, and it appears knocked a tooth out. <laughs> it appears knocked a tooth out. Now there are many that there are witnesses on the Reddit, the MMA Reddit message boards, <laughs> who say that it was a sucker punch. That Masvidal sucker punched Covington, and then people got involved, and what was caught on film by TMZ was the aftermath Mm. of the entire thing. So, Jorge Masvidal, who lost to Colby Covington three weeks ago emphatically, wasn't much of a battle, rolled up on Covington this morning and jumped him 
as he was walking out of a steakhouse and sucker punched him and knocked out a tooth. <laughs> so my question is, how does that make Masvidal look? Is Masvidal, should he be honored for standing up for his family because Colby Covington, as part of the lead-up to the fight, was he had them in his mouth? He was talking about them? Or is that a little bit of a B-word move for Masvidal to roll up and sucker punch a guy that he got embarrassed on pay-per-view television three weeks ago? I'll say this. There, there aren't too many sports. This is the one, the one sport maybe that you can, after you lost to somebody in it professionally, pull up on them and have a similar, uh, you know, like let's just say we're really we're world class skiers, right? Stone. Say it again. We're world world class skiers. Yeah, I oh, had yeah. to double take on that yeah. too because the analogy has started weird. Yeah. But I'll hear you out. Stone and I are world class skiers. Okay. And he beats me in a ski from race. Austria. Okay. Yeah. I can't pull up on him with my skis like randomly outside of a restaurant and be like, yo, round two. Okay, but, I get that. <laughs> but in MMA, you can pull up on somebody and try and get your, your your second round or whatever. So I will say that the opportunity was there. But look, if he was talking about Masvidal's family before the fight, then Masvidal's chance to get him right and salvage his family's name was in that fight on 305 for the fight for the 305 or whatever. He already lost. You can't pull up on a dude with his belly full of steak. Sucker punch him. Yeah, and sucker punch him. You know, you move, you move slower after steak. Uh... So, yeah, it, it seems seems a little soft on Masvidal's part if he thinks that, like, that's the only way that he can get Colby. Now, here's one of the quotes from Colby Covington. There were a couple of times that Colby mentioned the ex-wife and the kids yeah. of Jorge Masvidal. Uh, but he was on the, um, the Michael Bisping UFC podcast, and this is, this is before the fight. This is what Covington had to say. Um, uh, what I say is words... And actions. If you don't have these actions, I wouldn't be able to have anything to talk about if he wasn't a deadbeat dad. He doesn't even talk to his kids. He's trying to erase the mother of his children and his wife still legally on paper. Uh, he he definitely got personal yeah, he's on Masvidal. And where he has credibility is how you mentioned earlier, how they grew up together. So I'm, cor- I'm sure Colby knew the details of how oh, yeah. he treated his family yeah. and his ex-wife and his kids. So like... Masvidal's taking it really seriously because he knows Colby actually knows. I mean, here's, here's what I'll say about this. Colby is a complete phony. And he has been for quite some time. He plays a persona. That he never had originally. He never had originally. But the way he got popular in the UFC because he was never going to be able to put himself over was following this pro-Trump, pro-MAGA, pro uh you know uh, st- uh strength is power uh following that that train he he grifted into that and that became his persona and that's how he gained fans and so he just thinks now that that persona of like the 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 guy the politician he latched himself onto can say anything yeah, can do anything yeah. and that's the norm and that's how you roll but Unlike the politician that he latched himself onto, I don't think that's Colby naturally. Right. I think him being that type of personality, that's forced. That's an act. And so for me, I don't feel bad for Colby Covington getting jumped by. And Colby calls himself the king of Miami. Colby Covington's from California. He lived in Coconut Creek. I don't think that dude's ever had an address in Miami Dade County. Yeah. 
It drives me insane when I hear that dude call himself the king of Miami because he lived in South Florida. I live in Coral Springs. I'm not the king of Miami. Theo <laughs> lives in West Palm. He's not the king of Miami. Stone lives in Stewart. He's not the king of Miami or even the king of the Treasure Coast. Like, Kobe's He's the king a of the Treasure phony. Coast passing record. He though. is. That is yeah. a fact. <laughs> Colby's a phony. I Listen, it makes Masvidal look soft, but I also get it. Because Masvidal had his family brought into it. It's not Masvidal's fault yeah. that his family got brought into it. It's Colby's fault for bringing Masvidal's family into it. And Colby did it as an act. But he Masvidal- did it to try and pursue a persona that he isn't actually. You know what? I'm okay if a phony takes it right in the mouth. All day. I'm uh, sorry. But he's two weeks late. He should have beat him in the fight. That's my only problem with it. It's like, dude, it's not like he started talking about his family after the fight. He'd been talking about your family, so get him on, th- on 305. But it's still your family. Like, there's still stuff that's off limits. You said it's on site and, like, when you were in the fighting world. Like, you yeah. don't need to bring your skis. Like, I can throw punches <laughs> at you right here, right now. Now, would you use so, the ski or would you use the pole? I just pole. Come yeah. on, the pole. Yeah. yeah. Because the ski's right? a little uh, a little clunky, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But but this whole thing, <laughs> this whole thing really aggravates me because I don't know why we don't attack Colby harder for false claiming. Like it's a real big problem. Well, he's I mean, he he is uh, yeah, he's a phony. Talking like, he's, he's fake. But saying you're from the 305, like I, I know people from Miami, we all know from people from Miami, they wouldn't take that lightly. Like, how we're well, letting this dude slide. I do think it's almost a, a, a race thing. Like, we don't care about this white guy enough. We're just going to let him slide. Like, you can be the king of Miami. But if somebody, if it were, like, a, a black fighter who actually was, he would be called out immediately. Yeah, he wasn't really but, from and, there. But the thing, too, is also nobody else is calling him the king of Miami, are they? No. It's just him. So, oh, no, he's the self-proclaimed king yeah. of Miami. Yeah. So, 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 with him, he can say that all he wants. We need Masvidal to get into the octagon and beat him. That's the That should be the way to trump that. But also... On top of all of that, this just sounds like a big rap beef. Like, him calling himself the king of Miami is like when Kendrick Lamar called himself the king of New York. Dude from California talking about another place where he's beaten from. You know, like, it's just a rap beef. It's super similar. And and they pulled up on site. Uh, M-Dubs tweets, Ken, it sounds like you're the biggest liberal turd ever. How on earth (laughs) do you have your own radio show? Hey, guess what, M-Dubs? I do have my own show. (laughs) And you keep listening. Listen to me talk. On this show, this show that has my name uh, on the middays in this market, a top 50 market in this country. Listen to me. Listen to me have a show. Does it make you hurt? Does it make you feel bad? Keep listening. By the way, he also tweets, Covington's from Oregon, not California, moron. Uh, No, actually, he was born February 22nd, 1988 in Clovis, California. Last time I checked, California's not Oregon. Mm. But that's just a liberal turd speaking. Yikes. Dope. Is going against Colby Covington, is that what deems you liberal? Because that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm a liberal turd. I'm a liberal turd because I pointed out correctly that Colby Covington latched on to Donald Trump. Yeah, but I'm I'm a I'm a dirty lib. M M Dub's a MAGA guy without even looking at his Twitter. Without even yeah. doing, he's a MAGA guy. Wait, but but <laughs> how sensitive do you have to be? How sensitive do you have to be? All I brought up is that Kobe Covington. The reason he's successful now, like he's a great fighter. Well, wrestler. He's a great wrestler. <laughs> he's but he's tough as hell. He's tough as hell. Yeah. And he is a draw though. The only reason that he became a draw, even with that talent, is when he latched on to the former president. That's not wrong. What I'm saying is 100% accurate. So get mad at me if you, if you want, but I don't think I disparaged anybody. Not at all. That was accurate. But yeah. what I'm saying is that if you're going to bring up someone's family 
and you bring up someone's family with your fake persona, because Colby Covington, I don't think, is the guy that he actually publicly puts out there. If you're going to, in your phony world, bring up Masvidal's family, and Masvidal is, for better or worse, and for a long parts of his life, it was for worse, is real as hell. And from the streets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, if you want to, to call me a, 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 a liberal turd. That's awesome. Also, go look at Jorge Masvidal's politics, who I'm defending right now. Okay? Because him and Colby's politics are very similar. Yeah. Okay? They just express okay? it differently. So, again, we can sit here and throw out the, the L word, but that has nothing to do with this conversation. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Dope. Yeah. But again, I don't blame I don't I, I don't blame Masvidal. I it's more I don't feel bad for Kobe than I don't blame Masvidal. Like Masvidal, here's the thing. He's gonna use this now to call for a rematch on Covington. And Dana's gonna see this and see the attention it gets, and guess what they're gonna have? Oh yeah. A rematch. You gotta it, do it. In Miami. Because Masvidal, that would be awesome. Masvidal has I mean, he has a, a multiple fight contract. So he's not going anywhere. And Masvidal's right when he was telling Kobe leading up to that pay-per-view. I I I sell these pay-per-views. You don't. Who sells these pay-per-views? I do. Nobody's buying, willingly buying a Colby Covington main event. It's because Masvidal's in it. And Masvidal is not good right now. And if you are buying Colby, it's a lot of us just want to see him get knocked out or just want to see him lose. Yeah. Kind yeah. of the same reason we buy Jake Paul's fights. We want to see this guy get punched in the face. I mean, honestly, though, I'm, I, I do agree with you, Theo, that the only way I think now Masvidal gets any edge on Colby Covington is anything that happens outside of the octagon. Like, yeah. Jorge Masvidal's not beating Colby Covington. And that's the thing. It's not going to happen. So you think it has to happen in the sanctioned octagon. It shouldn't happen in the street. But, Theo, it's tough because he Floyd Mayweathered him. Like, he, they didn't strike. They didn't go blow for blow. Yeah. Colby used his wrestling and just pointed his ass on the ground for a whole th- five rounds. Like, just didn't let it go. So he didn't really get a chance. No, Masvidal yeah, did not get, get a chance yeah. at all. They were on the ground for, like, a combined, like, 15 minutes. How does this make Jorge Masvidal look? He ran up and sucker, allegedly, sucker punched Colby Covington, knocked out a tooth. Outside of that South Beach Steakhouse, three weeks after Covington dominated Jorge Masvidal on the UFC pay-per-view. How does this make Masvidal look? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776, and tweeted us at KLV1063. That's 888-760-3776. You don't even have to be an MMA fan, a UFC fan, to think about how you would handle that situation. Someone puts their family or your family, in their mouth, and you think you got to go defend it? I, 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 at its simplest form, that's what this is, except there was <laughs> where people paid a lot of money yeah. to see them actually fight one another three weeks ago. That and was Masvidal the could Masvidal was dominated there, yeah. but then came up and allegedly sucker-punched and maybe took a tooth from Covington late last night, early this morning got to feel good for Masvidal. I, I, can, I can see that being the Oh, case. I'm sure it feels good for him, and he's going to sit and he's going to taunt him. I mean, he's put out like four videos this morning. Yeah, but it's not, but it's not redemption. He should not feel any, any, any kind of even a modicum of redemption after that because you had your chance when the lights were bright, and you lost. Yeah. And he waited until the lights were dark until COVID, COVID, you know, COVID. So you don't think it's respectable pool. at all? Like, he stood up for his family, but, like, this is not the way to go about it. <sighs> like... If it was a sucker punch, like if they fully fought it out out there and, and the other guy's stomach wasn't full of steak, because, again, 
after a steakhouse meal, <laughs> you're heavy, man. You're not like, moving quick. Yeah, yeah, we're not. We can't glaze over the fact you're a little that sweaty. Your boy little, was, yeah, 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 yeah. And he might have had a couple drinks with that steak. Like, come on, man. Yeah, it's a tough place to be in. Yeah, for sure, for sure. No, I, I, I buy it. I buy it. Now, uh, have we gotten any indication that anything's been sorted out here, Stone, at all? Yeah, let's give Devin a chance. All right, Devin, uh, here's what we're going to do. Devin, if I can't hear, or if you can't hear me right away, just give us your thought on this. Devin's in Boca. Devin's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Devin. Hey, Ken. I can hear you quite well. Awesome. Perfect. Listen, the, the, the thing with Masvidal, right? I was calling earlier on to give my embarrassing story on the court. Yeah, you know what? What, what Mas- we'll do is start with Masvidal, and then you can give the story, because I feel bad. Hey, the thing with Masvidal and Conor McGregor is the same thing, because at some point, you got to be good. Yeah. So Masvidal got the talk, and yes, he sells the pay-per-view, but then when you look at the fight, yeah. he just gets dominated by this guy. Yeah. The same thing with, um, with with Usman, knocked him out, and then he fought Kobe Covington, and it's like, okay, he's on the ground, but UFC is wrestling, punching, kicking, whatever. So it's like, you can't be talking all this game, and then everybody's on your side, and then you go into the big fight, and you just keep losing. This is the tough part where I have to, where I, I have to say, like, I don't feel bad for Kobe, but I don't outright support Masvidal because you're right. He's done nothing over his last four fights for us to be like, oh, yeah, that guy's hard. Because when exactly. he's, he's, he's face-to-face with the dude in the octagon, he's been listening. He it's been And it's not really been close. Exactly. Usman knocked him out completely, and then he goes with Kobe, and, and I'm like, okay, everybody loves you, but then at some point you have to be good at your crowd. Like Conor McGregor. He's starting to lose his luster, but he yeah. got his whiskey, got so much other stuff to back him up. So now, Maswell, I gotta be careful because as soon as you lose your luster, your career could be gone like this. Because yeah. people are not gonna keep buying into your love mode all the time. You have to prove that you can fight. And he's just getting, and if he goes fight Kobe again, Kobe's gonna beat him the same yes. way again. Yes, absolutely. There's no doubt about it. And it does reek a little bit of desperation, stay in the headlines, what Masvidal did last night. Yeah, exactly. But it, but, you know, it's just, it's ridiculous. And Devin, you know? what's your, uh, what's your in, uh, embarrassing dominated sports listen, story? Listen, mine is a little bit different than you guys. Okay. Now, check this out. Where I'm from now, we got a few schools, but most of the, the, the high schools are black schools, and that's like a Catholic school and another school. So most of the time we play the other schools in basketball, the black schools, it's like all good. But when we play the Catholic schools, we dominate them. So one time we were playing this Catholic school and we was beating them up real bad. We was probably up like by 30 or so. So I was like, yeah, you know, the game I'm going on. And it's, a, it's on our home court. So I'm like, okay, if I get a fast break in this game, I'm going to try and dunk because I'm, I'm six foot, but I could dunk. Uh-huh. So I'm like, okay. But the thing with the Catholic school, they got one black guy on the team and he's really <laughs> Uh-oh. good. Uh-oh. <laughs> now, check this out. I get a fast break. Okay, here's my moment. I said, okay, I'm going to slam this thing now. <laughs> now, here it is. Going up the court, when I took flight, I just felt like a win, like a hurricane. I, did, I don't even know what happened. All I just felt like that win. So I'm saying to myself, and then the crowd goes like, oh, and I'm saying to myself, like, what the hell? This guy came from half court and literally pinned my shot oh. onto the glass with his two hands. Come uh, out of the blue. So it was like, we blowing them out, but then it's like, boom, there was one moment for uh, them. And I'm like, what the hell? And I'm trying to figure out what happened. And like, when I look at the ref, the ref is laughing and he's the ref told me, man, oh, this guy, no. he just stuck your stuff on the glass. Oh, Literally, man. Michael Jordan style, man. From half court, this guy just came and just took. All I could feel was a win. He almost broke my neck with the block, bro. And I'm like, uh, what the hell? And the whole, our home crowd is like, whoa, what the hell? Man, I was so embarrassed, bro. I just had to go on the bed uh, and just shake my head. Devin, that is like, awesome. Wow. You got packed. You got packed from behind. I yeah. absolutely love that. LeBron style. You, you can't, if you are in a game. Yeah. And they were winning. Yeah, 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 yeah. They were winning. If you're in a game against the, and you're playing basketball, especially on the high school level, and there's one black guy and 11 white guys, 
Y'all need to box in one or figure something out because you know that that one black dude is like the Anthony Edwards. When Anthony Edwards played high school basketball in Georgia, he didn't play in the public school leagues. Yeah. He played in the private school Well, that's school like leagues. Kobe. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, and he's going up against all of these like five, eight yeah. white guys. And Anthony Edwards, too, you see him on the court in the NBA right now. He's had that grown man body since high school. So just imagine the photos and stuff. Like when we would cover his games, he's six six, right? Now, like two twenty, and everybody's up to his hip. Yeah, and yeah. he just has this way. I love. <laughs> I I do like that. I I just had an idea come to mind because what what Theo said. Hey, uh, when you're going up against these Catholic schools, these yeah. private schools, there's one black kid, and everybody else is the 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 short, unathletic white kid. Yeah. <laughs> Play a box in one. I think Theo, we need to start advice from a black man. And every Monday or Tuesday, yeah. Theo is given his life perspective, <laughs> uh, advice from a black man, like boxing one against the Catholic team with the one black kid. It's just like the opposite. When you play at a school and there's 11 black guys and one white dude, do not leave that dude open in the corner. <laughs> Whatever you do. You know what's happening. Shooter. Shooter. You're getting bombed. Yeah, you better account for that kid at all times. Absolutely. Well said. Jerry's in West Palm. Jerry's on Ken Levick Alive. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Ken. You know what's funny? I was the one white kid on the on the basketball team. <laughs> so That's you can exactly relate. Yeah, so Theo's right. Time. Yeah, Theo's right, man. Every time. It doesn't matter how good you are. If you're the white kid, shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot it. Oh, man, I love that so much. <laughs> put, him, put him in the corner for threes. And leave him there, yep. and he'll, that's his game. But, Mike, um, Miller. Mike Miller or J.J. Reddick. Yep, exactly. exactly. No, they whoever was the white star at the time, Dirk, Tasia, whoever was the shooter to. in the league, right. that's who you are, exactly. Yep. Yep. But um, about Masvidal, I, I just think it's, it's such interesting timing. First of all, he just got his huge deal. Mm-hmm. So he's going out assaulting people at a freaking restaurant where he's going to put his freedom on the line? Like, that doesn't make any sense to me, number one. Number two, this this has always been Colby Covington. Yes, the MAGA stuff did did elevate him. But before that, I always saw him as like a Shale Sonnen, crap talker, you know, WWE wrestling style guy. And the big difference is Colby Covington can fight. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't like him first. I don't like him personally. I mean, you're he right. almost beat Usman. Yeah. He almost beat Usman, and he dominated Jorge Masvidal. If Jorge Masvidal was so mad at Colby Covington, then don't let him tackle you to the ground every time. That like, is the the, you, the initial point you made, Jerry, and everything you said was accurate though. But the initial point you made, and while I you know, I, and I again, I don't feel bad for Kobe, but this is where. He put his freedom on the line, Masvidal yeah. did. That is yeah. that is actually, that's so unintelligent. And it's not just that, Jerry. He's put out multiple videos this morning mocking Colby Covington just to draw more attention to himself and what was an assault and appreciate the call. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not advocating for what Masvidal did. I don't want you to think that, uh, anybody to think that I, I'm like, yeah, what Masvidal did, stalking Colby Covington off the Nelk Boys video and assaulting him, that's, that's good. But what I'm saying is that I don't feel badly for Colby Covington. I yeah. think there's a difference there. There is a difference. But it is, it is soft. And you're right. He's right that, again, if, you are, if your whole thing in this is I'm protecting my family, I'm protecting my family's name or whatever, like you going and doing that and putting your family at risk because now you could, you're the cash cow. 
mm-hmm. now you could be you know putting yourself away or, or setting back yourself financially. So yeah, it's, it's a it's a it's, it's a ridiculous move. It's almost like we have someone who can speak to this intelligently at ESPN One Hundred Six Three. And Dean Thomas, he'll be on, uh, of course, Josh Cohen, the home team with Dean Thomas and Tina. Four o'clock here today on ESPN 106.3. I'd be curious. And Dean Dean is um, uh, still overseas, right? Yeah, he's partying with Patty the Batty yeah. Pimblet. He's, uh, he's over in uh, in Europe right now, or else I would call him right now and ask him. I mean, ultimately, what does Dana do with this? Because he could probably, there's wording in that contract to wipe it out, to eliminate it. But I almost feel like this is good for business. It's great. In the weird, warped world of the UFC, right? Great. Yeah. But the king of Miami loses throne. Yeah, I, I just I think that, quite honestly, this turns into another fight between them, and Colby gets a payday because Masvidal assaulted him. And here's what I think Masvidal should do in the week leading up to it, and all the press conferences and all the media stuff. He should say, "Hey, let's keep it on our feet. Like, let's throw blows. Let's go blow for blow." Because if he doesn't, just like Jerry just said, he's, oh, he's going to get beat. He's going to get him Masvidal to the ground can't again. Even compete with he's a world class wrestler. He's just going to bring him to the ground, and the fight's over. So Masvidal needs to say, "Let's go blow oh, for he's blow." He's not doing that though, like. Kobe's not gonna do that. Why no, he's not gonna that? do that. If you just if you keep saying it and keep saying it, and then like he might try. They, yeah, he might try. Yeah. But like, I don't think that Kobe's gonna be bothered by Masvidal continuing to call him names because he brought it to the 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 ground. The ground. You know? I mean, of course not. But I I, I mean, listen, listen, I, I, Masvidal. This seems a little bit desperate, <laughs> like trying to get into the headlines. I haven't won in quite some time. But again, I don't feel bad for Kobe. It's impossible to feel bad for Kobe. I just can't. Bring myself to do it. How does this make Masvidal look? Jumping Colby Covington, possibly taking a tooth this morning outside of a Miami Beach Steakhouse. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. It's hot. It's uncomfortable. You need your AC working. That's where EDS Air Conditioning comes in. EDS is, yes, EDS Air Conditioning. Train comfort specialists. It's hard to stop a train. They're using the best equipment. They're keeping you cool. And their appointment times being organized around your schedule. That's what sets them really, really apart is that they're really trying to work around you and make everything comfortable for you, not just the AC, but your life as well. You got to love that. You got to respect that. And that's why it's EDS air conditioning. Easy to remember. If you have an air conditioning or plumbing problem, here's how you remind yourself who to go to. EDS is yes. EDS is yes. EDS air conditioning. EDSairconditioning.com. Check them out. Family owned and operated since 2006. It's EDS air conditioning. When we return, Matt Ryan is now with the Colts. That's one less landing spot for our favorite emo quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Mm. Where is Baker going to play? Nobody knows at this point. And the Temple of Troll when we return. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Hey, tomorrow, ballpark of the Palm Beaches, that's the place to be. Spring training continues. The Cardinals visit the Astros. 
Again, the ballpark, the Palm Beach, is the home of the American League champion Houston Astros. The spring training home of the Washington Nationals. So get out there and check out the best damn spring training facility you're going to be inside of. It is gorgeous. It is really, really, really fun. And you've got food and drink. You've got the 360-degree concourse, easy to get to in West Palm. Bright sunshine playing hooky from Warwick, a 105 first pitch. You can't beat that. I love spring training. The Astros play host to the Cardinals. And by the way, Jeanette Javier, you can go see her. She is the on-field entertainer for the Houston Astros during spring training. And then on Thursday... It's more action at the ballpark. The Palm Beach is under the lights. 605 first pitch. The Nationals and the Astros tangle. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. Get your tickets. Bring the family. Ballparkpalmbeaches.com. That's the ballpark of the Palm Beaches. And shout out our teammate, Ali Ron's boyfriend, going yard for those Cardinals, too. Kiss me, yeah. baby. Let's go. Bombs! Hitting bombs! <laughs> Gotta love it. Um, Where is... Can we get our... um? Our ceremonial emo music Let me get for Baker it. Mayfield. And again, as we've laid out on this show, the most emo song that has ever been recorded is Simple Plans Perfect. Okay? It's the most emo song that's ever been written, that's ever been recorded, that's ever gone mainstream, and it is the official music of Baker Mayfield because he is the most emo quarterback that we have ever seen. Uh, a man with tears in his eyes, a man who just wants love, wants affection, doesn't understand why people don't get him. Yeah. And right now, it appears as if he's without a job. Oh, At man. least a team. He still technically has a job. Yeah, he has a job, but he doesn't have a role. No, he, he does not have a role. a role. He just sort of exists. Yeah. Like like those who are emo, he exists, oh. but he's not truly living. No purpose. Right. No purpose. Right. So... Uh, it looks like the Falcons are rolling with Marcus Mariota after yeah. they traded Matt Ryan. That's what that appears, right? Yeah. And you've got Drew Locke in Seattle. Is Baker Mayfield an appreciably better quarterback than Drew Locke? You, Stone, are expert on mediocre quarterbacks. Where do you stand on this? Yeah, I mean, I can see Baker getting cut and then shipping him off, Pete Carroll scooping him up for the low, and, and he's going to end up competing with Drew Locke. I, what a bi- fall from grace. Wow. Yeah, he's going to end up competing with Drew Locke if he finds himself in Seattle, which is definitely a fall from grace. But, hey, he'll beat him out. He'll beat him out. And, hey, <laughs> Seattle will but, soon rise to the top, hey. and Baker Mayfield will be king again. Honestly, king. though, <laughs> I mean, the Se- a Seattle offense isn't a terrible spot to get dropped into where you have DK Metcalf and True. Tyler Lockett. What I will say is the fact that Stone's statement on Baker Mayfield is he'll beat him out versus Drew Locke is a, a yeah. true testament to where we've come yeah. with Baker Mayfield. Like, it wasn't, but it wasn't <laughs> like a, oh, he'll go in there and be the starter. Yeah. It's, he'll, have to fight. he'll beat him out. <laughs> like, that's not good. There's that, still that, some doubt there. That's true Pete Carroll fashion, though. Like you got to earn your spot. I don't know, man. I think if Deshaun Watson would have went to Seattle, he wouldn't have to earn his spot. Yeah, no doubt. Baker Mayfield <laughs> right now, because I firmly believe that farewell letter after the Browns met with Deshaun Watson – I firmly believe that's why, well, that and the fact that he's never finished above 28th in completion percentage yeah, in his yeah, career. Yeah, yeah. Those two things combined, though, are why teams don't want to give up value for Baker Mayfield. He's not worth anything right now, and his attitude is super mercurial. He's grumpy. Yeah. He's in he, Reagan mode. He, he He's in Baker <laughs> Reagan Mayfield mode. But he has also taught me a lesson, and that is 
you never drink red wine and then press send on the old Twitter app. Yeah. Mm. You just don't do it. Because, Stone, and I think you're good at identifying this, that message, that thank you to Cleveland fans, that was a red wine-fueled It was message. a red wine message. Yeah, and yeah, I learned, I, I learned what they look like from you. Yeah, right. Because I am, I am a red wine drinker, Pinot Noir, but that was more like a Cabernet. Yeah. But he got emotional. And he, he didn't like the way things were going with his life. And he decided, I'm going to... I'm gonna I'm gonna try and cast a net for sympathy. Yeah. And now, right now, he's a man without a role. I don't know where he goes. The problem is, it's not even that he's as so he's a bad quarterback, yes, but he's not a a (laughs) non-serviceable quarterback. Like he can be put in there and start some games and actually win some games, not because of him, but because of the roster. Hopefully, the problem is he still looks in the mirror. And he doesn't see the Baker Mayfield we see. He sees number one overall pick. Woke up feeling dangerous. Yeah, 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 all of that. He sees the guy dancing and people are, like, happy about it. Like, he doesn't see the guy that we see. And that's going to be the, the, you know, that's why. Why would a team or a franchise bring him into the locker room where he doesn't, he he has enough, what's it, self-awareness is what we've been talking about. He does not have any self-awareness. He absolutely does. And that's important. And you need to have it. I mean, the Colts going to get Matt Ryan, and I don't care what Marcus Spears says. That doesn't make them a Super Bowl contender. Like, listen to the first couple of seconds of Marcus Spears on first take with Stephen A. Smith. Like, it, just just listen to this because I think Marcus, who I love, but he is um, he's getting a little caught up in the moment. It just yeah. feels like he's getting a little caught up in the moment here because he um, he he's drinking the Colts Kool Aid, and I'm not sure that that Kool Aid is real fresh. <laughs> we got to talk about the Indianapolis Colts too. Yeah, they in there for a playoff picture, but the question is, are they a damn Super Bowl threat? No. Ain't that Do a y'all think the oh, Indian Colts are a Super Bowl threat? Yes! I'm saying that. Listen, tell me. Look, at, let me ask you a question. Oh, God. Was the Cincinnati a. Bengals considered a, a Super Bowl threat? Kool-Aid, too, it sounds like. Wow. Not at all. Exactly. Not I'm at saying, all, but we, went, but, we went, but, but we didn't have... We didn't have this question in March on the twenty no, second. What I'm saying is, there's no dynasty still- in the AFC. There's no dynasty. We've saw, we've seen vulnerabilities in Kansas City. We clearly have seen some vulnerabilities how many in, teams, in Buffalo. How many teams do you have to go through before yeah. you get to the Colts? So actually, okay. I want to, uh, I want to uh, address a formal apology to Marcus Spears. Have Marcus a Spears. No, you can Ryan bring it down. Quarterback in Tennessee. Let's not forget that. Let's not forget a formal that. apology to Marcus yeah, Spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he seems to be the rational one here. And go, just take, I don't need to hear we forgot. So, so Stephen, A's the, Stephen A's the one who yeah. uh, who thinks that, uh, yeah, uh, the, the Colts are, are contenders now, possible See, Super Bowl contenders. <laughs> I was what? baffled because Spears usually has good football takes. No, no, Stephen no. Never, A's the one. That was my fault. Yeah. I'll own it. That was my fault. I, I misconstrued what was being said there. Marcus Spears, thank you for being rational. <laughs> Stephen A., what in the hell are you talking about? Stephen A. needs to, you know, he's he's much better with these basketball topics than he is. Man. I mean, Matt Ryan makes the Colts better. Are the Colts going to go to the playoffs, I think, now? Are they the best team in that division? Uh, yeah, I mean, that division is yeah. like a pool of vomit. Yeah. Uh, they're they're going to win that division. Well, the Titans still have something to say about it. Sure, but, yeah. but I think Matt Ryan on the Colts, with the best running back in the game, makes them dynamic. I think they'll win that division. They'll make the playoffs. You said the best running back in the game, like Derrick Henry's not coming back for the Titans next <laughs> you year. You know what? So it's Again, like... I'm having a bang-up segment right now. You're right. <laughs> You're right. You are absolutely right. I, I, but give me Matt Ryan over Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, thank I, you. I, I needed a win there because I was just taking L's. Um, but – they're not Super Bowl contenders. Are you no, kidding me? There's no way. Are you kidding me? No team. All we've been talking about is how good the AFC West is. Yeah. Come on. Steven. I would take. I think I would take all four AFC West teams before I get to the Colts. 
Yeah. And that's and that's saying. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. I would take all teams from one division yeah. ahead of the Colts. Not to mention then, well, three other teams yeah, yeah, in the exactly. AFC. It's, so Matt Ryan makes the Colts better. Stephen A, they're not Steve, Super Bowl contenders. They might miss the playoffs. Also, Kansas City is a dynasty, right? Four straight AFC championship Yeah, I think they, they are defined as a dynasty. It's yes. funny because he says there no there's no dynasty in the AFC yet. One team has hosted the past four AFC right. championships. That um, like that, easily getting that. <laughs> yeah, that it's not Patriots esque, but it is a it is a dynasty. It's unprecedented, at least in that conference. Nobody's ever hosted four straight AFC hosted four right. straight AFC right. championships. And they're favorites to do it again. Yeah, exactly. They are yeah. that 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 is a a dynasty. dynasty. Want to make sure we leave enough time for Temple of Troll. Theo brings it to you when we come back. He's Theodore CWP TV News Channel Five WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone, real quick before we get to Temple of Troll, tell me how you're feeling about those Canes Friday night against Iowa State. I think uh, they get it done. I think they get it done. Let's go. I thought there was something a little more emphatic coming on. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. The U is back. The U is back. I wasn't ready, but they can beat Iowa State down. They are rolling with a lot of momentum, a lot of confidence. Isaiah Wong about to put it on someone's head, and Charlie Moore, a.k.a. Kyle Lowry, going to go for another 20 balls. As the week goes on, I'm going to need you to get a little bit more confident about that. I apologize. Uh, Let's get now to a man who kicks you when you're down in sports. He'll look you in the eye and tell you how bad your team sucks. He'll make fun of your fantasy football team, and he'll generally make you feel bad about yourself, either in person or or on a video call. He knows no bounds. He's the pettiest man I know. It's time now for Temple of Troll with Theo Dorsey. Congregation, it's time to hear the good word. He prays for your sports pain. Rocio then rejoices and preaches pettiness. Theo Dorsey is in his bully pulpit in the Temple of Troll. Theo, the floor is yours, my friend. Oh, my God. I just couldn't wait for this. I, I, let, I wanted to do it yesterday. Now I get to do it today. Falcons fans, how do you feel about going 0-17 next season? How do you oh, feel about going 0-17? So this is what I did. I workshopped it. Uh-huh. I texted my group chat full of Falcons fans, and I said, Falcons going 0-17. And I just want to read off some of these responses as they begin to cope with 0-17. the post-Matt Ryan, okay. now Marcus Mariota era. Okay. Uh, here's Vontae Winslow. Knew that was coming. Got to draft Malik now. Oh, so now they're turning to a rookie. Oh. But here's another guy, Jabri. For a third-round draft pick, sad face. Just a third-rounder for your superstar, quote-unquote, quarterback, Matt Ryan. I I feel for you. Here, uh, Micah Dozier, Matt Ryan is done. Glad he didn't end his career with us. Oh, now you didn't like the guy. <laughs> now there's a little anger in these stages of depression from Falcons fans. Uh, here's Jabri. They should have grabbed Watson. Oh, now we're now oh. we're selling our souls for wins. <laughs> oh, you're getting desperate like oh, the Browns. going out sad. Oh. And then... Another guy, Barry, says, oh, he's not going to have another quarterback with issues. Now you're taking aim at Mike Vick. What did he do? He only gave you great years. And then here it is, a whole day later, finally some coping. Henry Jackson. Ryan is a better fit for the Colts, honestly. He might make something shake there. So now they're feeling happy for Ryan that he gets to go out into the sunset with Indianapolis. Falcons fans, get ready to put the paper bags over your head next year. You're going 0-17, and I can't wait to bask in every loss. 
And also, hopefully you uh, parlay your Falcons bets like Calvin Ridley did, and maybe you'll make some money off the Falcons <laughs> going on 17 next year. You heard it here first. You stink, oh, and I can't wait my. to see it. Oh, man. <laughs> that is the Temple of Troll, and you heard it here first. And what I appreciate, and that's how you know that Theo is the king of the trolls, <laughs> he started He started a text thread with Falcons fans. Just ask him, hey, you ready for 0-17? <laughs> that. It's going to be historic. The first ever. That is trollish. Get the paper bags ready. Excellent stuff. Theo, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Thank you. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. Stone Lebanowitz, I'm Ken Levicka. We'll be live tomorrow at noon for our Wednesday edition. Ken Levicka Live, ESPN 106.3. Bye now.